Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the Giant Splash podcast, the Chronicles podcast on the San Francisco Giants of Major League Baseball. We're very excited to welcome in Brandon Crawford, the Giants shortstop, two-time All-Star, three-time Gold Glove winner, two-time World Series champion. And Brandon, you are in your 11th season with the Giants, which seems almost impossible. Welcome to the Giant Splash. Thank you. Um, I know you are a team guy and you're not a me guy, but we have to start off talking about you because you've gotten off to such a phenomenal start. You've got 11 homers. That's obviously a team lead, lead the team in RBIs. You're in the league leaders in both categories. Uh, What has been the key to you at the plate so far this year? Um, I don't, I don't know if there's necessarily one thing that you can point to as like, as the key. I think um, last year when, when we got our, our new staff and new hitting coaches. I think we, we worked a lot on um, cleaning up my bat path a lot because I think in, in 2019, it was like my, my highest rate of like ground balls. And a lot of them were just like rollovers to first and second. And um, they kind of talked about that with me as soon as they, they came on board as, as kind of cleaning up my bat path and, and helping with that. And um, I think some changes that we made um, helped a lot with that. And now it's just kind of, um, getting into a, a comfortable position and being ready to hit um, any pitch that comes to me. And um, I think we've we've worked on some things and just simplified um, my swing, simplified an approach um, that that's that's working right now. It's it's uh, been able to to get the barrel to the ball um, and on a lot of different pitches too, whether it's fastball, slider, changeups, um, stuff like that. I'm I'm still able to to stay on it and and uh, get the barrel to it. I mean, that, that sounds like sort of theoretically so easy to do, like if you're simplifying <laughs> things, but I'm guessing that's yeah. not the case. That, like, what goes into changing a bat path? Because it's probably something you were doing, you know, at least for, you know, a couple of years or something. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds a lot easier than it, than it was for sure. Um, but we we did we just did a lot of drills to, to kind of to keep my swing um, – more on plane um, for a longer amount of time. So you're able to, you know, to hit the fastball, but then if you're a little bit out front, you're, you're able to stay on plane with the baseball um, a little bit longer and, and still drive a, an off-speed pitch. Um, so, so, I mean, we just did a lot of drills to, to really hone that in and get it to as much um, muscle memory as, as possible. Um, and then um, just simplifying the swing and like taking the bat off my shoulder. And so, so now um, I, I think the most obvious change is that um, my hands are off um, away from my body a little bit, the barrels away from my body. And um, I have a more open stance than I've had in the past. Um, and that's just to allow my hips to clear um, easier. And, and the bat off the shoulder is just so that I don't um, kind of lose them behind, uh, behind my head or behind my shoulders like I have in the past. And, 
uh, and that causes me to, to kind of pull off pitches or have to cheat to inside fastball. So basically, um, that you're but keeping, I don't have to anymore. You're basically keeping the bat basically in the zone for longer. Yeah, that's that's kind of the idea. Is yeah, keep, yeah, keep the barrel um, in the zone for as long as possible. What in a specific at bat? What are you typically looking for? How much are are you basing things off of scouting reports? Um, you know, past at bats, uh, how a guy is pitching that day? Or are you looking for a particular pitch, or even in a particular area? Generally speaking. I mean, I think it completely depends on the situation and the pitcher. Um, I think that's another thing that we've done a really good job of the last couple of years is is have a pretty good plan of what to look for um, for each pitcher each night. Um, you know, even specific situations sometimes because um, some some pitchers will get into habits where. Um, like they really like their um, change up or something like that with runners in scoring positions. So we have a pretty good idea to, to look for that, um, you know, in a big spot. Um, but I mean, for, for the most part throughout my career, I've, I've looked fastball and, and adjusted from there. I think that's the, that's the easiest way to go. It's a lot harder to look off speed and still hit a fastball. So um, I think with this with the swing changes and like I said, like trying to stay on plane um, for as long as possible, I'm able to look fastball and, and still adjust, um, keep my barrel through the zone um, on an off speed pitch. Also, are there other data or you know some of the advanced metrics things that you look at a lot that you you rely on? I mean, I know a lot of guys look at hard hit ball rates and barrels and things like that. Is is there anything that you find helpful that kind of either tells you how you're going or maybe some things you need to change? Um, I'm not, I mean, I'm not huge into advanced metrics and stuff like that, but I think, I think it can help um, looking at either barrel or hard, hard hit percentage or something like that. If you're going through a little funk, um, and you know, maybe you feel like, man, I need to change something. Like I'm not getting hits. Something's not working. Um, if you're able to look at those metrics and show like, well, your barrel percentage is actually really high. You're hitting the ball hard. You're just not, you're just unlucky right now. You're not getting as many hits. It's, it's those times where it's like, okay, well, I don't need to change anything. I need to keep going, going about it the way that I am. And, you know, hopefully hits will start coming soon. Uh, I think Longo um, was kind of going through that a little bit where he has some of the high, I think one of the highest hard hit or barrel percentages in baseball, um, but he wasn't getting hits for for like five games, six games, something like that. And it, it, it starts to pile on where it's like, man, what do I need to do um, to get some hits? But then recently, he's, you know, he had the homer the other day in Cincinnati um, and, and some other hits mixed in there. So, um, I think sometimes it's a it's a roller coaster going through the season, but you have to to kind of stick with the stuff that's working and and just know that hits will come. I think people sometimes um, either forget or don't really think about the fact is there is a team element too. When a guy is hitting well, it, the guys around him are also having, you know, sometimes an impact yeah. on that. The fact that you guys have so many players in the lineup now that have long at bats see a lot of pitches how much do you feel like that helps you and and some other guys it, it seems like you know you're, certainly you're getting starting pitchers out generally speaking earlier in games and mm-hmm. things like that but just seeing as many pitches and having guys on base or as, as a result how much does that also factor uh, i mean first of all guys seeing a lot of pitches you, you kind of get um you're, you're being a good teammate because you're, you know, you're, you're seeing the pitches and then you can, 
kind of report back to the dugout like hey this is what this pitch is doing or um you know his his slider's biting a little bit more you know than it usually does like um stuff like that you can give a little more advanced um scouting report on you know what the pitchers pitchers are pitchers are doing that day um but then you're also you're also tiring him out you know the, uh, the leadoff batter goes up there and sees you know eight nine ten pitches um that, that's a grind for a, a pitcher not only physically but but mentally it's like man i i threw all my stuff to him and you know he just kept battling and you know whether or not you get on base necessarily that at bat um i think it still it still gets to the pitcher a little bit like okay this is going to be a tough game um but then you know getting on base obviously um is putting pressure on the, the pitcher on the defense and um they might have to try a little harder or, or focus in a little bit harder on trying to make a perfect pitch. And that's, that's typically when they make mistakes. Um, now I think some people have kind of talked this, I, I probably even done it, have kind of called this like a career resurgence for you. And Alex Dickerson the other day said, actually, this is, I think this is the best Brandon's ever played. Do you, how do you see it at what you've, what you've been doing so far? Um, I, I don't know. I, I try not to look at, at too many things from like a, a, a macro level. Like I'm, I'm trying to come out every day and, and, you know, have some, have four good at bats, hit the ball hard, play good defense. Um, that's, that's kind of just how I've looked at it, you know, for the most part throughout my career, um, is come every day and, and give our team the best chance to win, um, by playing the best I can. Um, but I mean, yeah, looking at the numbers and and stuff like that, I, I mean, it's this is a one of the hotter stretches probably I've ever had um, in my career. I think uh, May and June of of 2018 were were another um, pretty hot stretch I was on. Um, but uh, you know, I had some little like nagging injury issues that that kind of caused a, a second half. Um, I don't know if I could, should say collapse, but it was not a very good second half. So, um, you know, hopefully I can, I just want to be able to, to keep this feeling going and, um, you know, keep playing as, as well that I can, as I can, um, throughout the year and, you know, try not to think too much about, um, you know, the outside stuff like the, the overall stats or, um, anything like that. We'll be back in just a moment with more with Giant Shortstop Brandon Crawford. But first, a reminder, you can find all of the Chronicle's Giants and Major League Baseball coverage at www.sfchronicle.com. And to subscribe, go to www.sfchronicle.com pod. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're not alone among the, the veterans that are, are really driving the team this year, which I think has surprised some people, but obviously Buster Posey has, has just been 
phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned Longoria. He got off to a super fast start and really, like you said, he's hit into a lot of bad luck since. Um, is it something in the water? What is going on there? Did the short season last year maybe play into some of this or did maybe people kind of just discount some of the more veteran players a little too early? Um, I, I mean, I think you can start by giving a lot of credit to, to the, the new coaching staff and just um, giving us some some new information, whether it's, you know, physical changes at the plate or, or approach or um, just a little more advanced scouting report than, than we were used to maybe in the past on, you know, what to expect from certain pitchers. Um, I think that's, that's been a lot different the last couple of years. And, and it's, I think it's showing that, that it's really paying off. Um, but then I, I think you can also kind of look at the shorter season for, um, and I mean, no season really, I guess for Buster last year to, to kind of, um, recover from, from the hip surgery and, um, kind of get some things healed up and, and come back out this year and, um, has been pretty fresh and, um, has looked, I mean, like, like the MVP Buster Posey that we're, we've been used to seeing. Yeah, that's been fun. He really has. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, this is it, it, no secret. You, Belt, Buster, uh, none of you are under firm control uh, beyond this season, Buster. There's an, there's an option for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it always kind of rubs me the wrong way when I hear people say guys playing, you know, playing for a contract or, oh, of course, it's a contract year because you know, that implies right. that you're you know, <laughs> not trying. That we weren't trying the last something. few years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is, which is ridiculous, especially with guys mm-hmm. with your kind of track records. Um, but, it, you know, there it, we can't get around the fact that you guys are free agents at the end, end of the season. Um, and for you in particular, it's interesting because there's there's been so much talk about all of the free agent shortstops coming onto the market, a lot of big names. Uh, and you weren't really ever mentioned that prominently among them, but right now you're outplaying all of them. I, I'm not really sure if I have a question here, but... Um, were you maybe, I mean, have people maybe just kind of not considered you enough with this? Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like that's something that's that's always um, that's always been something with me where, um, you know, like I'll, I'll never hit at the big league level or, um, you know, like just not getting as much recognition, like stuff like that. I, I always... I wouldn't say I play with a chip on my shoulder, but I feel like there's always, I always feel like there's more to prove. Um, And so that I, you know, that's one of my motivating factors, I guess, to go out and, and, you know, try to play my best every day. Um, But yeah, there, I mean, there's like something on Instagram where um, early in the, I think it was maybe spring training or right before spring training where there was a list of, of free agent shortstops and, um, it said something like, "Who would, who would, who do you want, or who would you want on your team?" And um, I, I wrote myself in the, in the, um, um, in the comments with a little, um, like the little disguised face. Um, and I mean, I was, I was obviously joking. Like, uh, I understand obviously why, you know, some of those other guys are listed. They're, you know, they're in their mid to upper twenties. You know, they have long track records, like. I was I was kind of joking, but at the same time, it's like, hey, don't forget about, you know, don't forget about some of these other guys too. Yeah. Um, 
that you know that I still think have uh, you know a few years of baseball still left in them. Were you even an option on the, the Instagram post? Was it like no, no? It, it was it was like Lindor story, Lindor, Correa, yeah. Seager. I mean, they're like guys that I completely understand why they're you know why they're they're pumping up and promoting those guys. You're uh, like, hey, I've won a bunch. You know, of they're all great players. A couple <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, don't forget about these guys that you know that can still help a team win also. Absolutely. Uh, you haven't made a secret of the fact that, you know, you're a local guy. Um, you've been with the Giants your entire career. Um, and, and you'd like to come back if it could get worked out. Is it? Would you consider, um, you know, contract talks during the season or is it, are you somebody who would prefer to do any business once the season is over? I mean, I, it's not really something I, you know, I think about during the season. I don't, I don't, I'm not like constantly thinking like, oh man, I need to go out and play well because I'm a free agent this year, you know? So, um, I, I would prefer not to, to talk about it probably, but I mean, there just, there haven't been any, you know, discussions like that from, from either side. I mean, if, if, you know, come later in the season, August, what, you know, September or whatever, when I'm, you know, hopefully still playing well and, and helping us win, um, you know, if they wanted to, to come to me or my agent or whatever and start talking about it, I definitely wouldn't tell them to go away. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I don't think it's it would necessarily be a distraction for me. So, um, you know, if if either side wanted to, you know, start talking about that, I definitely wouldn't um, wouldn't be opposed to that. I don't want to put you on the spot or like give away a negotiating position, but you know, given your background with a team in the, in the area, um, I'm assuming there's the potential for a hometown ish discount or something potentially, especially based on say a length of the contract. Yeah. I mean, I I would definitely love to, to finish my career um, here with the giants. So um, like I said, there haven't been any talks or anything like that yet. So um just focusing on, you know, winning the game tonight and, and, you know, playing my best throughout the year. And, uh, you know, those things will fall into place. I can't let you get away without asking, you know, about your defense, which it seems like a stupid thing to ask you because everybody knows you're a great defensive player. Um, I've always known that you are a superior shortstop, but watching you every day to day, you know, daily now, um, I really appreciate just how good you are and how easy you make even really difficult plays. Look, are you playing you. as well as ever defensively as well as offensively? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I've, I've been feeling pretty good defensively. I mean, that's, I feel like that's something that um, I always take the most pride in because I know that was, that was initially why I got called up was to, you know, play defense at shortstop and whatever, um, I could provide on the offensive side was, um, was icing on the cake. So, um, you know, I've always taken a lot of pride in my defense and, um, work hard at it. I I have fun. I have fun taking ground balls during batting practice. That's actually my favorite part of batting practice is taking ground balls and working on stuff like that. So, um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've been, been playing pretty solid defense a couple of and, annoying errors in Cincinnati but uh but other than that been been pretty good and you know just trying to just trying to help the pitcher help our team um by doing whatever I can out there hey when you when you get make an error in a game that's ultimately a win I figure that's just a that you get it out of your system that's a good time to do it yeah yeah I mean the 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 ground ball the other day was just it's a kind of a funny hop fast runner um you know the field wasn't in great condition at that point in the day 
Um, so I know I'm going to get those errors. It was, it was more the throwing error <laughs> the day before that, or a couple of days before that, that really kind of irked me a little bit more. But, um, but I mean, they, they happen obviously, and you just kind of wipe it off and, and go play good defense the next day. Has it been challenging with the number of second basemen you've had to play with this year? Uh, no, I mean, I've, I've played with a lot of second basemen throughout my career here now. So, um, you know, each one's pretty similar. Obviously, you have some that are better than others um, with either double play turn or feeds or, or or a little more range stuff like that. But um, but no, I mean, you you get used to each other. Usually, just taking a taking ground balls in spring training or playing a few games, um, you get used to each other pretty quickly. So um, I think our second baseman have done a pretty good job this year. And the defense in general has been, I mean, really, really yeah. excellent. Yeah. Uh, of course, you guys, and this is the last thing, you guys are uh, have been in first place a lot of the way. You've had the best record in baseball at times. Um, what are your thoughts just on how you guys have come together as a team and, and the outlook for the rest of the year, knowing that you're in a really tough division, um, but you really seem like you have all the necessary elements to win? Yeah, I mean, we we just we have a, a good group of guys in the clubhouse that, that all enjoy coming to the field and, and competing together. Um, you know, the pitching, the starting pitching's done, done unbelievable for us. Um, you know, our defense, uh, like you just mentioned, has been, I think the best in baseball. Um, and those are two things that we, that we really had when we were, you know, winning world series and going to the playoffs year in, year out, um, we're pitching in defense. And then I think we have an even better offense than we had, uh, in those years right now. Um, I think we've shown it at times a little bit inconsistent, but, um, you know, we showed it last year. We, we've showed it at times this year that, that we can be, a, you know, one of the best offenses in baseball. Um, so you put all those things together. I, I think that's, you know, it's a pretty good recipe for success. And um, I think we have a good chance. And, um, you know, we, I think we do probably play in the best division in baseball. We have the Padres and Dodgers who are two of the best teams. And, um, you know, I think we've, we've shown that, that we can compete with those guys. Um, and so, I, I mean, I, I think we have a, a good chance to, to continue to, to do well this year. And um, like I said, we have a, a great group of guys um, that love to come, come in and compete and we don't really care who's in the other dugout. So, um, so yeah, I like our chances. Led by the old guys. I love it. <laughs> Brandon Crawford, thanks so much for joining us on Giants Flash today. All right. Thanks, Susan. Thanks again to Brandon Crawford for joining us on Giant Splash. Our producer was G. Allen Johnson, and our music, Batter Up, was written and performed by Lauren Gold and Ray Eastless. We will be back again next week with more Giant Splash. Thanks for listening.